go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. What's up, everybody? This is another Wednesday night on DogNation.com. Brought to you by Kroger. Uh, all things recruiting, all things Georgia football. I know everybody's got giraffe going through their heads right now. Um, but the recruiting world still marches on. Our show each and every week uh, discusses the high points and talks about all things Georgia recruiting. Um, and I think uh, tonight we've got a good, a good starter entree topic tonight. I'm going to share some audio from a recent conversation with Big Bear Alexander. Um, for some reason, a lot of readers out there, I guess they read a lot of message boards. They're concerned. They're worried. They're wondering about the status of that. Uh, what I call an anchor commitments pledge to Georgia. I get this question every week through email, through social media. Um, and it's always good to talk to check in to Bayer. Uh, Bayer recently, if you guys noticed, we talked about that last week. Bayer, uh, through re-rankings, he's now the highest rated uh, commitment in the 2022 Georgia class. Um, he moves up uh, now as a five-star highest rated commitment in the class. Uh, Georgia has the number one recruiting class already. Such a different pace for this recruiting cycle from where Georgia was a year ago in the in the throngs of the pandemic. But we got a conversation coming up with Bears shortly. We're going to have all your top targets. We've got some changes on the top targets. Uh, we're going to go through a few things, the online chatter. We're going to go through uh, uh, also questions and answers. If you got questions and answers, uh, please drop those right now. But excuse me, folks, where are my manners? This is Wednesday night. We're all friends here. So that means hello, YouTube. Hello, Facebook. Hope you guys are playing nice already uh, on your comment streams. First of all, let me do this. I want you to tell me uh, our first starter question for the night, because I'd like to get some interaction, um, is I want to discuss uh, how many Bulldogs. got two questions. One, how many Bulldogs do you think will be picked in the first round of the 2021 NFL draft and uh, what bulldog, what's the draft position for the highest rated bulldog? I've got my picks. I've got one in the first round. I think that's going to be Aziz Ojolari. And I think Aziz Ojolari, such an impressive specimen, young man, person, all the years that I've been covering him. I think I saw him at Marietta High Practices. I saw him at his commitment day. I saw him at his uh, All-American Bowl jersey presentation day. I saw him out in um, Oregon back when the uh, the Nike opening was still held in the op- and still held in Nike headquarters. Still was called the Nike opening. I saw him his senior year. Uh, I saw him redshirt through the injury of Georgia. I saw his first start at Georgia. I saw his first game where he served as a captain. His really big breakout start was against Tennessee in uh, 2019. So I've kind of gone full circle with Aziz. That's why I think, A, he's going to be the first Georgia Bulldog picked in the, in the first round. I think he's going to be the only Bulldog picked in the first round. And I also feel that Aziz will probably go somewhere around that 15 to 25 range uh, in tomorrow night's draft. Should be fun to watch. As always, our show is brought to you by Kroger. And then this Before the Hedges uh, stream also uh, funnels into a podcast. It's going to be available on Spotify. Spotify, SoundCloud, the Apple podcast platform, or wherever you get your podcast streams from, uh, we'll have it. Usually uh, appears like a day or so after um, we have our live show tonight. But first and foremost, uh, the phone's pinging a lot today. Sometimes it's awfully hard to, you're doing a live show and you're sitting there, your phone's kind of blowing up, your wrist is blowing up with a lot of, a lot of things that are, a lot of folks that are trying to get in touch with you. But I think that the thing we're going to start off with tonight, it's only about a four-minute conversation. It's a recent conversation with Big Bear Alexander, uh, now the highest-rated um, commitment for Georgia in the 20, 2022 class. That's on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. And now, folks, as you'll see, I'm going to set up this conversation. Uh, I, was, I got the chance to speak to him recently. He was discussing his recent move from state champion Denton Ryan uh, to uh, another school, Brewer, Brewer High School. That's in Fort Worth, Texas. And of all things, guys, you know, you couldn't really plan this. They are the Brewer Bears. I mean, talk about high school name, image, and likeness maestro. 
a symphony right there. Big Bear Alexander is playing for the Bears for his last season of high school. That's our starter topic as we get a chance to talk to uh, to get you allow you guys a chance to catch up uh, with Big Bear Alexander. Let's take a listen to that conversation right now. How in the world did you find a school that has the nickname the Bears, man? Do you kind of just does that kind of just you shake your head and go, man? Fate, destiny. What what goes through your mind when you learned that you were going to be a bear playing for the Bears? Man, it fits the description. <laughs> I mean, centurions and gladiators would have worked too, but I'm sure when you saw it, you rolled up and you're like, hey, man, they're going to be the Bears. That's crazy. That was perfect. <laughs> you just done the, just made this move, but what is it? What does it feel like already? Does it feel home? Does it feel like a good fit? Yeah, it feels very uh, homey, I guess. How does it change your routine? Is it a longer commute? Um, is it longer days? I know you guys used to drive back a lot from, from Denton Ryan or whatever. Is it uh, maybe the same car rides in a different direction? It's, it's super tiring, long days, early morning, early morning. Do you feel like you uh, look look good in those colors? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, Bear, what you <laughs> handsome? Um, height, weight, what you look like right now? Are you still chiseling down some weight there? What do you look like right now? About six three, three seven ten, or somewhere up there. I remember you told me you had a goal to get down to three oh five. Is that still the plan? Yes, sir. Play that three or five technique? Yes, sir. Well, I think this year I'll be playing a bit of nose and some three techniques for uh, Everything still on track for you to be uh, an early enrollee? Yes, sir. I didn't cost you anything by changing schools, I hope, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bear, have you thought about when you want to take your official? During the, during the season. Oh, during the season. I got you. How do you feel about how the class is coming together, man? Everybody says they've been talking to the Bears. I mean, we loaded. I feel like this 22 class is going to be real special. Anybody that you want to see hey. join it? Man, there's a couple more defensive linemen that are looking hard at Georgia, too, man. Or the Von Stewart. Nah, Avon Stewart. Yeah, Frisco, Liberty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know I know Evan, Evan Stewart. Evan, Evan Stewart, not Avon Stewart, Evan. Yeah, that's the kid with a million and a half TikTok followers. Yeah, I know that guy. What do you know about that guy? You been talking to him about Georgia? Nah, he he texted me back in February. I'm going to join you. Then I just hit him up yesterday with the eyes. He said, what's up? Wow. Texas takeover, huh? Good, Everybody wonders, you know, you're still in Texas. How do you still feel about your Georgia commitment? Is there a is there a chance the school can flip you or what what's the latest on that, man? Man, I'm still rock solid. School can't even reach me. What do you think Evan would bring to the class? Have you watched this did you watch this film yet? Mm-hmm. What do you like about his game? Yeah, he's an athlete. You watch his TikTok yet? Nah. <laughs> it's funny. He's probably well known more he's more well known for that than his football. Yeah, he can definitely bring that energy as well as the Athletic ability. All right, guys, there you go. That's another big update from Big Bear Alexander. I had to check the rankings because I know this guy's rankings keep ebbing ebbing and flowing. Uh, Now the nation's number five defensive tackle. Also the nation's number 26 overall prospect. That makes him one of three Georgia five stars. It also makes him the highest rated prospect in the Georgia class. Uh, so let's review that conversation. First of all, I think it was hilarious, his discussions with Evan Stewart, Avon Stewart. Uh, that's the guy he most wants to see Georgia um, 
uh, add to this class. That would be another young man out of Texas. We briefly discussed uh, Evan Stewart's 1.5 million TikTok followers. Folks, that's more followers than the Georgia football Twitter account has on social media. Um, but very interesting how he said he wanted to join him. That was the message that Bear got from Evan Stewart, you know, very hyper fast receiver in the 2022 cycle. And also, like I said, there's always a lot of chatter about Bear. Everybody wonders about the state of Texas and flip watch and everybody's going to try. Uh, again, this is what he's told me for a consistent amount of time now. Number one, said he was rock solid with the Georgia G. And if, folks, if you guys like to hear that, that's probably certainly worth a like on this feed. But he also said that the 2022 class has a chance to be very special. Um, and he likes the way everything is coming together. And also the big thing, I know for all those Brandon Adams guys out there that start looking through real close or listening in really close, uh, he also said that nobody can get in touch with him because he, has, he had changed his number from the one all the other recruiters had. So if you're wanting to sit there and think, what's the status of Big Bear Alexander sticking and remaining a Georgia commitment. Well, there you have it right there. He called it a, he called, he dubbed his commitment a rock solid commitment at this time. And really folks, I guess that's all you can really ask for uh, as a recruit. I think Bear is going to take his, um, I'm going to, he's going to take his official visit during the season, but he did tell me also that he is planning to get back to Georgia on an unofficial visit when um, visits open up again in the month of June. And folks, June is just going to be, um, like trying to try and keep up with a meteor shower. There's going to be so many stars visiting everywhere, uh, not just the official visits, but also the unofficial visits. It's also going to be crucial for the 2023 class uh, to get their uh, evaluations, those in-person evaluations. Folks, I'd say 90% of the 2023 class has really never had a, a, a very um, involved or a, a marquee type uh, unofficial visit yet where they kind of got the chance to feel like they're royalty because the last time those visits were happening, um, that was in March of 20, uh, 2020. And folks, that's when a lot of those 2023s hadn't really been evaluated yet or established yet on the board for each of these schools. Um, so there you have it. Good little uh, nugget, uh, nugget or two there about Big Bear Alexander. That will become a story on dognation.com in the near future, but I wanted to let you guys get a taste of that conversation with Big Bear Alexander tonight on Before the Hedges. Um, going through some things right now, guys, I want to do this. Um, normally, we have a couple of things we do every show. So uh, I think I think really it's, it's interesting right now to take a look at um, uh, what we have every week. It's one of our, we call them our, I guess, four or five basic food groups. Um, when we do all things Dog Nation here on Before the Hedges, let's take a look at now. This is probably version 4.4. Uh, it's the fourth different one I've done. And here's what you're going to see with these top targets. I'm adding a couple of slots to the top targets, and I'm also deleting uh, some names from the, the guys that I would consider those also names in the running that folks really need to know. Uh, let's start off with number 14 right now. That would be Denylon Morissette. Uh, played last year for Brookwood High in Snellville, Georgia, four-star wide receiver. I noticed that, I hope you guys probably saw it too, but um, an Alabama 24-7 uh, reporter, Hank South, um, dropped a crystal ball for Georgia uh, uh, this week for uh, Denyland Morissette. So it'll be very interesting to watch that playmaking receiver. Everybody knows Denyland, very physical, very big. Connected very well to Marquise Groves Killebrew, Gunnar Stockton. He's been playing. Um, he's been playing with those guys for a long time on the seven-on-seven -seven circuit. So Interesting to see what happens in the next week or two, in the next month or two there with the Nyland Morissette. He's also scheduled to take his official visit to Georgia during that opening weekend of June. Number 13, that's a name that stays on this, um, stays on our top targets list. Um, there was a little fluidity here around the numbers, you know, 10 through 14, but I think Shamar Stewart out of Opelika, Florida, is about 260 pounds. I think he's deadlifting like 400 pounds, like it's a paperweight. Um, a very impressive uh, size athlete. I think he would be a, a Trevon Walker type guy or uh, also, uh, you know, like a Malik Herring type set the edge type guy there. Although he does have, he clearly does have the ability to play out on the edge with his hand off the ground uh, in an odd front and kind of Georgia's um, odd looks in certain sets. Uh, number 12, Jeremiah Alexander out of Thompson, Alabaster, Alabama. Uh, former Bama commitment. He was at Alabama for their A-Day. You hear a lot of USC with him. You hear a lot of 
Now a lot of Clemson with him as well. George is in the running there for Jeremiah Alexander as well. Um, number 11, this is a new name on the list, and this is Anai White out of Imhotep Charter, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He moves all the way up to number 11. I've done a lot of reporting on Mr. White and his story over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've gotten a chance to um, learn a lot about his story. Uh, Anai White, Eni White is a guy that uh, – great student, great character person on and off the field. Um, another type of, uh, you know, private school type uh, product. And this guy's also out of the Philadelphia area. All those Philly dogs. I know Mark Webb is going to be on everybody's mind during the draft this weekend. But uh, Mr. White uh, hails from the same high school as Tyke Smith does as well. Very interesting to see what's happening there um, with that relationship. Number 10, uh, this is the big cornerback, uh, six foot two plus cornerback out of Oxford, Alabama. That's Traquan Fegans. Um, Traquan. Um, does a lot for Oxford High School, returns punts, big size corner, length, all that stuff you're looking for in the 2022 cycle. Um, cornerback folks, defensive back folks, that picture is getting very rosy, but also very complicated for Georgia in the 2022 cycle. Um, number nine, we got so many guys to talk about from IMG Academy. It feels like on this show, uh, Tyler Booker, Georgia's in his top five. He's going to take five visits in the month of um, – in the month of June, uh, you see some crystal balls popping up now for Florida of late for Tyler Booker. But I think Georgia um, has always had a very strong place in his uh, pecking order. Uh, be very interesting to see how those visits work out. Number eight, Oscar Delp. Oscar had a great showing at the Rivals uh, Camp Series, Rivals Challenge Series. Oscar was named the tight end wide receiver MVP at that Rivals Camp. He also got his invitation to the five-star challenge. Oscar, just a very impressive size athlete, uh, nation's number one tight end in the 2022 cycle. Um, Oscar has been Georgia's number one targeted tight end for quite some time. I think going on probably almost, almost eight to nine to 10 months right now. Number seven, another defensive tackle, Travis Shaw out of North Carolina, the five-star. He's still active along with Jalen Walker in the North Carolina high school state playoffs. I believe this is the semifinal bracket. Travis Shaw plays for a 4A school. Jalen Walker plays for a 2A school. Uh, everybody's looking at that defensive tackle board. All those top 10, top 12 guys. There's names like Christian Miller. There's names like Ty Tyree West. There's Big Bear Alexander. There's Travis Shaw. There's Walter Nolan. Travis Shaw is at number seven this week, taking a dip this week just a little bit. Walter Nolan out of St. Benedict at Auburn, Dale, Cordova, Tennessee. Walter Nolan is the nation's number one. Defensive tackle prospect for rivals for 24-7 sports. Uh, Walter was also at A-Day, and his father gave some very glowing reviews of everything and how it shook out there for that trip to A-Day. Number five, and I think this is the highest um, Kamari Wilson has been in some time uh, on our list. Kamari Wilson, the five-star safety out of IMG Academy, another one out of IMG Academy, another national champion, defending national champion ascender. Uh, Kamari Wilson's out of that Bradenton, Florida powerhouse. He's coming in at number five right there. Very, very hot recruitment there in terms of Georgia. Uh, you, 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 there's a lot of things that have been happening there with Kamari Wilson. I think he's one of those guys that I think even Coach Muschamp's uh, presence on the Georgia staff, getting to talk to a lot of these guys. Um, and, 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 you know, folks, I think the biggest thing I can say here about Muschamp on the Georgia staff is – I said this a few times. If you're joining us for the first time on Before the Hedges, welcome in. Uh, but there was a reason why uh, Georgia lost all those head-to-heads, those head-to-heads for Rick Sandage, those head-to-heads for Zach Pickens, those head-to-heads for Jordan Birch with South Carolina. And a lot of that had to do with the way that – had to do with the way Will Muschamp has always recruited defensive players. And I think Muschamp is coming in as a recruiting asset right now for the Georgia program. Uh, number four – four-star wide receiver Kojo Antwi, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Georgia, and USC. Those look like the official visits in the month of June for Kojo. Georgia gets the first one on that first week in uh, June as well. Number three, you heard that name, whether it's going to be called Evan or Yvonne, as kind of Big Bear was first articulating his name. Liberty High School, Frisco, Texas. I think he's winning long jump championships right now in Texas high school track. I think Evan Stewart is a top five wide receiver in the country. You want to think about pure athlete, speed burner, game breaker, kind of not, not on the polished side yet. Most high school receivers with that type of speed actually aren't. 
Uh, I know he's working with a lot of those gurus in the state of Texas, trying to improve his ability, his route running, uh, his footwork, everything like that. But Evan Stewart's kind of in my mind's eye right now, a guy that kind of reminds you of Aaron, of, of, of Arian Smith um, with the way he's developing as a receiver, where he's at in his career right now, but also that unbelievable potential and game breaker speed as well. Uh, number two, that's the four-star running back Branson Robinson. Folks, I would imagine uh, you're going to see uh, Branson Robinson get very close to five-star status when all things are said and done. He's going to be making um, his official visit to Georgia also that first week in June as well. Um, be very interesting there. Branson Robinson's reports coming out of the Rivals camp was uh, he sure would like to take all of his visits, especially those first two visits to um, uh, Clemson and Georgia. But if uh, things happen, uh, you know, if, if the right visit uh, strikes a chord with him, um, he might not he might not be the type of guy that takes his recruiting process into July or August. Um, number one on the list, again, number one on this list, he's actually a five star right now. Disregard what that says right now. Five star defensive end, Mikel Williams, Hardaway, Columbus, Georgia. Uh, folks are already practicing right now. I was swapping some messages with Mikel. Um, earlier today, and Mikel is already uh, – they're already in the spring practice in his part of the world in Hardaway High School. They go into full pads after their acclimation, I believe, on um, on Monday. So you've got a lot of guys that are really starting to get – getting started underway with spring practice right now. Um, I know a bunch of schools start tomorrow. I think Walton High in the metro Atlanta area is another school that starts tomorrow. Folks, um, right there, that's your top targets list quickly. This is going to be a shorter list this time. I think there's only 10 other names to know right here. Um, the first of those, we wrote about him this week, that Romans verse in the New Testament, Aaron Bryan out of South Haven, Mississippi. Did you guys read that story? Did you guys see those comments about the edit, uh, N'Kobe Dean, and how he feels George is recruiting him right now? He feels like a priority. That will be a very interesting recruitment to watch in the month of June because um, – I, I, like I say, right, I, I, I think I probably overloaded or short-circuited Brandon at one time right now, but Brandon Adams on one of his shows earlier this year, but I think the Cup's going to be runneth over with quality defensive linemen for Georgia in this class. Aaron Bryant's a three-star. That's basically just because he uh, converted to defensive line for his uh, junior season after being an offensive lineman for a couple of years. Um, everybody saw the tape. I think his tape dropped on January the 11th. And by the time February the 24th rolled around, February the 25th rolled around, um, he had uh, five SEC offers, including Ole Miss, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi State, and Georgia. Big list right there. Another game-breaker type receiver, that's Shalik Knotts out of Monroe High School in Monroe, North Carolina. That's another top 50 prospect there. Uh, now the name to watch right there. I don't know how, how active Georgia will be, if all slots will work out, but they've offered five-star uh, place kicker Alex McPherson. Um, he's from a kicking family. His older brother um, actually uh, kicked for Florida and is now going to the NFL draft. Uh, next name on the need, the need to know, I think Addison Nichols, he dropped his top five today. You will see it later on. I think that's going to be his final five. You'll see that in the online chatter. Uh, Keith Miles, another great, Defensive line prospect out of St. Peter's Prep from Jer Jersey City, North Carolina. Christian Miller, uh, the Trench King, such a vibrant, joyful young man. Really seems like it's Ohio State, USC, and Georgia there for Christian Miller. Um, he's going to have uh, – you're going to see Christian Miller and Mikel Williams also in Athens on that first weekend, uh, the month of June, that first weekend. But those guys will be on unofficials, uh, not official visits. Uh, Another name to keep in mind, and I know you guys wonder how in the world can Georgia do this. Another name is five-star safety Keon Sab out of ING Academy uh, in Bradenton, Florida. I think Mr. Sab is going to play probably a different position than what Georgia has with, like, they're thinking with Malachi Starks and what they would hope to get with Kamari Wilson. Uh, Keon Sab would probably be a guy that would play more in the box. You see that ability. Keon Sab actually transferred to ING Academy for his senior season out of New Jersey. And last but least on this list uh, right now is Quashon Sapp out of Lee County in Leesburg, Georgia. I don't know if you guys saw some of that on social media recently, but uh, I think Amarius Mims was probably trying to be a prophet when he told everybody on Instagram to go follow the next Georgia offensive line commit in Quashon Sapp out of Lee County. A uh, couple of things, I think one more timeline to think about, really the only public timeline 
that's out there right now in terms of the Georgia board, in my mind, would be four-star wide receiver Kojo Antwi. We discussed him earlier. He's going to make his decision on July the 5th. That's been scheduled for a while. And heck, you sure, certainly have to love the way Kojo's doing it. That's his mother's birthday, another special day in his family. And he's going to make his commitment on July 5th to honor his mother on it on her birthday. Uh, take a look at the recruiting breakdown. I know you guys do not mind. Probably will draw a like or two. Uh, you do not mind seeing uh, uh, Georgia ranked number one nationally. They remain number one nationally. Interesting to watch on the scene right now. I don't know if you noticed this, but Indiana University, and I don't think it had a lot to do with Charlton Warren, but Indiana University flipped um, a five-star linebacker uh, away from Ohio State. What that did is that knocked Ohio State down a rung. LSU is now the number two overall um, recruiting class on the 24-7 sports team composite rankings. Um, a lot of family, a lot of familiarity, a lot of strong ties to Indiana. Um, um, allowed Indiana, who's the Indiana Hoosiers to flip that five-star linebacker away from the Buckeyes. You look at Georgia's class right now, 12 guys, two offense, uh, nine defense, one guy on special teams, the two offensive players, Gunnar Stockton and Jordan James. Uh, one special teamer all the way up from out in Australia, eight from inside the state of Georgia, four from outside. You got three five-stars, five top 50s. That's Big Bear Alexander, Dayon Bowie, Malachi Starks, Gunnar Stockton. Uh, and Jalen Walker, seven of those guys are in the top 100. Eight of those guys are in the top uh, 150. Um, and there are 10 commitments right now in the SEC footprint. And, folks, that is your top targets. That is your recruiting um, glance breakdown. Those are your scheduled commitments. And those are the other big names to know in the uh, 2022 cycle. There was some deviation. I kind of promised that on the forum this week that there would be some deviation in the latest uh, top targets list. and. That's really what it cracked out to be, what it came out to be. Folks, this is the time where, um, you know, we're halfway through our show. I thank everybody for joining us so far. But right now, uh, you know, this is the time where we always drop that special message from Kroger. Um, all things Kroger. You want to hear Brandon Am's voice. You want to hear about Kroger. You want to see another example of what a five-star produce, produce aisle looks like. Check it out right now here from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. Just another way Kroger is fresh for everyone. You guys got it out there? Um, let's do something. And like this is, I'm going to go through online chat. I'm going to show you guys some tweets, some things that I pulled out of the last week that I, I want you guys to know about. But um, this is the time when you guys can drop those Q&As. Uh, you got any questions? Any names you want to know a little bit more about? Do I need to go into more detail with anybody? Uh, feel free to drop that in the comment section below and I'll do my best to get to it. Um, as we cycle through some of these, um, I guess, these points of clarity, I guess, for the 2022 cycle. Uh, check out this tweet right here from Jalen Walker. I thought this was very interesting. He was responding to a, a Georgia football tweet that said, show us you're a Georgia fan. Or no, it said, show us you're a Georgia fan without telling us you're a Georgia fan. You know, those popular mnemonics that are going around social media. Look what Jalen Walker does right there. He shares that one from his G-Day visit, excuse me, guys. Um, he shares that one from his G-Day visit. Um, and that's a picture from his commitment day in uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. I was there on hand for that ceremony and that was a huge get. I think Jalen Never Wright is one of those folks. That's one of those names and commitments that uh, you'll think about his commitment uh, about three or four years from now, because he'll be a guy whose name will be considered a first round prospect, a first round draft prospect coming out of the University of Georgia as well. Lord willing, as long as that young man keeps uh, progressing and working and committing himself to excellence the way he does in all things in his life. Speaking of excellence and all things of his life, here's, here's um, Addison Nichols out of Greater Atlanta Christian. We teased early in our show that Addison started his, um, uh, shared his final five earlier today. Addison, look at those names. I think he's got four of those official visits booked. I don't know if the Tennessee official visit is booked. 
as of yet. Tennessee was a, a team he grew up rooting for, watching, going to a lot of their games. But you see the Ohio State University, you see Southern Cal, you see Florida, you see Georgia. It's very funny. You think about Delp, you think about Oscar Delp, you think about Kojo Antwi, you think about uh, even Mikel Williams and Christian Miller. A lot of these schools always have, they have some of these same schools in mind. They have the same list. It's kind of funny when those guys will get together at Georgia for that first week of June. Everybody will have a story about Southern Cal. Everybody will have a story about Ohio State and Florida. A lot of the same schools are flashing for a lot of these guys right now. A tweet from the 2023 class I wanted to bring to your attention. Uh, this is from LT Overton, Lebius Overton out of Milton High School. Um, he had told me many times that Georgia was going to get a quick visit right out of the gate. Uh, so we can see what the local school is all about. And I think Georgia could could stand to have a really amazing visit there from LT Overton as they try to keep pace with a couple of other schools and Lebius's commitment and Lebius's recruiting process right now and Lebius's eventual uh, commitment decision coming down the line. I think that's going to be a long way away, but uh, he's going to be at Georgia. LT Overton out of Milton High School will be at Georgia on June the 2nd. June the 2nd right now. So it's a lot of things are shaping up. We've mentioned Richard Young before. Nation's number one running back will be on June the 1st. Uh, so will Peyton Kirkland, I think the six foot seven plus offensive tackle out of Orlando. Uh, he's going to be there on June the 1st. So will uh, a lot of guys working out in the 2023 class uh, to get a good in-person evaluation from the staff. A lot of offers will probably follow after that for a lot of 2023 guys. But Another name in the 2023 class that's going to be there, I tweeted that out earlier today. Uh, Pierce Sperling III told me that he's also going to be at Georgia on June the 1st as well. Um, this is a name I want to bring to your mind. If you guys saw the story earlier this week about Marcus Washington Jr., um, let me share a personal note here, I guess, a little bit about uh, this offer right here. And Gosh, it's going to make me feel like an old dude a little bit, but I was there um, – in, 20, in 2005, I was a cub reporter for the Augusta Chronicle. I was there when Marcus Washington Jr.'s father, Marcus Washington, signed with the University of Georgia. Marcus was 17 years old, and he had had Marcus when he was a, a senior in high school. He's there. I, I still can remember that picture. Marcus is there uh, with, his, with his mom and dad behind him, but he's got his son, and he's got his future wife there, uh, Celicia Washington now. Uh, with him as well. And he and Marcus Washington shared an interesting story because uh, MJ's chunky cheeks were there as well. And folks, this is the first time in my career that I can say that I've covered and written extensively about a player, uh, a, a player's father who is now a viable commitment, a viable commitment op option, a viable target prospect to make sure I use the right language there um, in the 2023 cycle. Marcus Washington is at Grovetown High School. That's a, about a 10-year-old school outside of Augusta, Georgia, in that Greenbrier, Evans, Harlem uh, type area there in uh, Columbia County, outside the greater Augusta metro area. Um, Marcus Washington ran a couple of 446 lasers at MVP camps. He also ran one at the National Preps Camp. Um, MJ Washington picked up an offer from Georgia recently, and we had a story about that discussing it. Also picked up an offer from Oregon today. That's a cool thing for Marcus and his family. Um, one more, one more online chatter thing. I want to see. I want to show you two things. One of them. Look at this Bible verse that Georgia created an edit for Aaron Bryant. Um, Romans eight twenty four. Aaron Bryant told me that verse is a lot about hope. His father is a pastor, and Georgia didn't ask him anything about that. Here's what Georgia did. You guys want to know how much uh, Georgia has their head on a swivel and how important their digital design staff and their whole team there in Athens takes recruiting seriously. They noticed on his bio, that was his verse. And they created an edit with the pages of scripture right there out of the New Testament. They created an edit there uh, reflecting what means so much there to Aaron Bright, Aaron Bryant. That was a home run edit for him. It really touched him. It's now the favorite edit he's ever received. And uh, Aaron Bryant, we talked about him earlier. His name uh, showed up this week on the other names to know. He is also visiting Georgia on his official visit um, in that first weekend in June. He's also got official schedule to uh, Texas and Texas A&M. Alabama is also trying to get him to come and visit as well in the month of June. And finally, I guess he's the number one prospect on our top targets list. And I guess that's why he can be the last uh, prospect on our, on our online chatter. I'm talking about Mikel Williams out of Hardaway High School. Look at this edit right here. You want to talk about 
um, slapping the backs of the Georgia digital design team and what that um, machine, which is their recruiting department does. Well, look at this edit here. Um, undeniable, um, I think is the, the big kicker headline there on that edit. Uh, they've got a side profile there of Mikael Williams. Um, uh, and Mikael Williams also definitely liked that edit as well, uh, as you can see by his reaction on social media. All right, guys, that's your chatter. How about some chatter? How about some back and forth? You guys want to talk NFL draft? You guys want to talk about 22-2022 class? You want to talk about 2023 class? You're going to ask me something about, Jeff, how are all these players from IMG Academy going to wind up in this class, especially the defensive backs? Um, you know, one of the names we forgot to mention, um, I was looking off one of my earlier scripts for tonight's show. Um, and if you guys want to know what a script is for tonight's show, it's really the it's really an email, um, but um, some, a little inside baseball. But I forgot to mention the name, five-star cornerback, Dalen Everett. Um, Dalen is out of IMG Academy as well. He is a he is a cornerback as well. Dalen Everett, he's got Georgia in his final four. Georgia's going to get an official visit. And there you go. Another five-star corner taking a very strong look at Georgia. I think Clemson is a school that's prevalent for Dalen Everett as well, but uh, you want to talk about a defensive back and defensive line class. Here is a humble prediction. I don't think Georgia – I think this 2022 class will set the standard going forward for defensive line and defensive back recruiting under Kirby Smart at the state of – in this, at the University of Georgia. I think that's how strong things are eventually going to turn out for Georgia in the 2022 cycle at both of those positions. All right, let me take a quick tour uh, through uh, YouTube. Um, Kyle Hendricks has a question. Where does, where does Georgia stand with Lebius Overton? That's LT Overton. Kyle, I think what's happening there is LT honestly tells me he doesn't really know. He needs to see all these schools. He needs that data. He needs that research. Um, his dad played at Oklahoma. They're going to be a core school for him. Um, I think Al his dad was also an administrator at Alabama for almost 10 years. I think Alabama is going to be a core school for him. I think Clemson is going to be a core school for him. I think the last time I hung out with uh, LT Overton, which will become a story sometime soon on dognation.com, uh, even had a Clemson bag, ta bag tag on his um, uh, backpack. But, folks, I'm going to tell you, I've seen enough of those where, I mean, that's kind of like Baskin Robbins, how many bag, bag tags will eventually show up um, from visits uh, across the country. Uh, let me see. Keith Simmons, uh, Robinson is a grown man. Yeah. Branson Robinson. I mean, I think I've been saying this for a while and I, I also kind of, kind of tiptoed in the hole when we started talking about Branson Robinson uh, back in December, I believe. Uh, and I started learning things about Branson Robinson at that time. And, uh, he keeps growing. He keeps getting bigger. He's the state powerlifting champion from Mississippi. Uh, he really kind of looks like a bigger Nick Chubb. And if I wanted to be clever, I would say he kind of looks like a little bit like Nick Chubb's older brother right now in high school. Um, I mean, he's, you want to talk about a specimen and here's a cool thing about Branson Robinson. A lot of people were watching those rivals camp this weekend. That was really the first big camp that um, Branson Robinson has done. And they wanted to see how well he would, he would press the linebacker, how he would show burst and explosion running routes. And uh, I saw, I've watched a bunch of tape from that rivals camp and uh, Branson Robinson really looks like, looks like you, the type of guy that you want to see uh, you want to see for uh showing up on your on your on your big board and in your class and look we got a we got a dog when I start talking about a bulldog running back I think Peaches comes running but Peaches wants to say hi to everybody tonight she's been she was kind of kicking licking my licking my ankles was I was trying to go through the the top targets a little bit earlier but uh, you know Peaches wonders like you know it's been a while since I saw people on uh, before the hedges and on dognation.com and maybe she wanted to hear a little bit about some NFL drafts but um, you know Branson Robinson um, and there's a reason, folks, why he's the number two guy on this top targets list. Uh, let me see. Jay Hart, uh, thank you for your question and comment. He says, okay, Kamari Wilson's the number one priority for defense. And then Branson Robinson's number one priority for offense. Kirby looking to wrap up this uh, number one class for 2022. Says, says that the Bulldog staff is getting the recruiting done early this year. 
Uh, Rhett Romack wants to know about wide receivers. Um, so Stewart, I think, you know, I don't know if, uh, Rhett, you joined us late, but it was very interesting um, point that Big Bear Alexander shared. A little bit of data that Big, that, uh, Big Bear Alexander shared about um, um, Evan Stewart. Uh, I think Coleman and Bond, I think Coleman is a guy that you would think Alabama and other schools would probably be in a better position there for uh, Kevin Coleman um, in this class. Uh, Isaiah Bond's out of Buford. Man, he's running fast right now. Uh, Georgia has made his top five, top six. Be very interesting to see how his recruiting progresses right there with all of his top schools. Um, let me see. Lots of thoughts about Branson Robinson on the uh, uh, on, on the YouTube feed right now. Um, Red Romack, I totally agree with you. Wide receiver, I think the biggest difference, I've said this a few times, the biggest difference between what Georgia is and what Alabama has been over the last five to seven years is the ability to get game breakers at receiver. Um, Alabama has hit um, bullseye on almost all of their uh, marquee commitments, marquee signees. They've featured them exclusively, and I think they're on their fifth first-round receiver now. I think there's Ruggs. I think there's uh, Judy. You've got, um, obviously, Devonta Smith, and then you'll have um, then you'll have uh, Jalen Waddell as well. If Georgia had half of that production or half of those athletes at wide receiver, um, Georgia would be in a – Georgia would want a few more of those big games in December, I think, if they would have had that. Um some very interesting uh, thoughts. People are having sharing some of their points about uh, um, Mikel Williams, Travis Shaw, Walter Nolan. Um, Frederick uh, Meredith wants to know, we wanted to know what the rationale was in Gunnar Stockton losing his fifth star. For the record, he doesn't care about his star rating and rest assured he'll be a star in the red and black when his time comes. Frederick, you got one point uh, very right, very much on the money. I think Gunnar Stockton probably has no idea he was a five-star or he lost the five-star. He could care not one bit about that at all. Um, he doesn't really care about going to the Elite 11s. That's probably part of the reason why, you know, his stock has not just been evaluated properly to keep him up there. The other thing is he's not six foot four, six foot three and a half like the other guys. And the other thing to consider there is that he's a he's he's told me. Uh, for the record, that he's going to graduate from Georgia. And that's a different way for a recruit to say that. Like, I'm not transferring anywhere or, you know, I'm, I'm there to compete. He's a coach's kid. But that's the first time I've heard it put so um, poignantly and so simply when Gunnar Stockton told me that, man, I'm going to graduate from Georgia, period. And I don't know what you can ask for about a, a five-star quarterback coming into play for a team like Georgia with that depth chart so stacked. Um Frederick, I hope that answered your question. Uh, let me see. Anybody guys, anybody guys got any final thoughts for the draft? If you've got a hot take for the draft, um, jump it in there right now. Uh, if I had to go further hot takes, I, I'd say that the current expectation for the careers of Mark Webb Jr., um, Richard LeCount, of course, and then also Eric Stokes. I think those guys are going to exceed every – draft day or draft night or draft weekend expectation for each of those guys, especially Stokes. I just got, uh, if you've ever, if you ever got the chance to be around Eric Stokes, um, Eric, I kind of feel the same way as I do about his ease. If you meet Eric Stokes face to face uh, or much less have a zoom meeting with Eric Stokes, that's the type of guy that if you had a uh, millions of dollars in your checkbook and you're figuring it out, like, who do I want to pay these players? What seems like a strong risk management investment? Uh, a guy like Eric Stokes, besides all the ability and the tape and the production um, and, and the way he's played for Georgia, much, much the less all the like blazing fast metrics and measurables. He's tall enough. I think those guys are going to make two very excellent pros. Uh, let me see a couple more things. I see, uh, I see Joel Moody. Hope you're doing great. Hope you and your bride are doing great. Joel, hope she gave you time to hear that big bear interview. Uh, at the first part of our at the first part of our show, uh, Chad Buchanan. Hope you guys are going doing well. Um, Travis McCullough. Uh, hey, Travis, how are you, sir? Uh, uh, Campbell. He's, he thinks Campbell's going to be a good get for a team, especially if he improves his mechanics. Uh, Travis, I've got a, my take on that. Is I can see 
I can see Tyson Campbell playing in a lot of positions in his NFL career. I can see him moving all over the field. Uh, his size will allow him and his speed will allow him to help negate some bad matchups when the offense tries to put uh, the defense in conflict. Um, let me see. Who do you guys think uh, – what, what do you guys think about the quarterbacks? Who do you think will be the first three quarterbacks to pick? I actually, according to everything that's being bantered about, you, everybody knows Trevor, everybody knows Zach Wilson, and then you hear a lot of Mac Jones. Um, I, I, I'm going to say this. Anybody that anybody that um, passes on Justin Fields among those top ten uh, – among those top ten teams will certainly live to regret it. Uh, Justin, I think, is going to be a fantastic pro. And uh, you also got to think, I think I saw it was Chris Sims with a mock draft. Um, Chris Sims with a mock draft, and he had uh, Justin Fields going number 31 overall uh, to Tampa Bay. I'm going to make a stone cold lead pipe before the hedges promise right now. Uh, if, if Justin Fields falls all the way to number 31 in the draft, as per that mock, mock draft from uh, Chris Sims, I think I'll let Peaches do uh, Before the Hedges next week. I think that's what we'll do. Or maybe I'll have Peaches up here and I'll record some sort of soundtrack or whatever. But, folks, that's not happening. Uh, too much good tape, too much game-breaking ability, too much potential, too much intelligence, uh, too much hard-working ability, too much training um, by some elite quarterback men that have poured themselves into Justin Fields, I think, for that to happen. All right, guys. Um, Randy Hall predicts four quarterbacks in the top ten. Um, let's see. Richard D has a question. Uh, some good questions. I went over to YouTube, and we've got a lot of stuff sprouting up here. Uh, so Jay Hart says Trevor uh, Mack and Fields will be the first three quarterbacks picked. Um, Richard Dees asked the question, Richard, I hope you're doing great tonight, sir. Uh, who do I believe to be Georgia's, uh, wide receiver commit for 2022 or 2023 to be that first rounder for Georgia in the future? Um, uh, first of all, good question here. I think Georgia has a first round draft pick on campus right now. And I think that might be Jermaine Burton or Arian Smith. I would take one of those two guys as a future first rounder. Um, I think that the, the Georgia's wide receiver commit for 22 or 23, there's the names everybody's looking at. I think Kojo could be a first rounder. Um, he has just got impressive ability. Um, and then I think uh, if Evan Stewart wound up at Georgia as well, they have those same type of physical measurables. Um, Rhett Womack has a point about Delp being a bigger target, good route runner. He likes uh, – there was a question from Keith Simmons to compare Delp to Bowers. Uh, Red, I'm going to agree with most of your statement here. I think uh, Bowers is more of an athlete. He's about four or five. Uh, he's going to play a bunch of different positions. I think Georgia can do a lot of gadget stuff with him, some, some tight end, some wide receiver, even some running backs, some H-backs, some goal line, um, kick return type, type stuff. He'll be an excellent special teams player. I look at Delp as that bigger target you're talking about. Um, you know, Georgia's tight end room, much like its defensive line room and its quarterback room, it's suddenly going to find itself in better shape than probably it has ever been. Um, yeah, Frederick Meredith, that's a great point. I think I put that in the forum a while back. I, as well as Alabama has recruited receivers, they actually signed their best class of receivers, four guys that are rated among the top 100 prospects in the country. Uh, they did that in their last, um, in their last, um, in their last draft in their last recruiting class, the 2021 recruiting class. Uh, Philo Beto, that's a good point. You have uh, the new facility will definitely – everybody wants to see something new. Everybody wants to see something brilliant. Everybody wants to see something dazzling. And Georgia will certainly have that. Um, almost perfect storm, opportune timing there for Georgia. Um, OG Stoney Jackson. Okay, first of all, Stoney Jackson. Um, I'm very sorry. Um, uh, my prayers and thoughts are with you and your family about losing your father. Um, and I, Jeff would be the, uh, as I try to remain, I try to be the neutral, um, objective reporter. Um, but, um, 
sir, if you, if you want to go dogs, you're going to get a go dogs from me right now, man. I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about the loss of your father. Hopefully in some small way, anything we're doing here tonight can, 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 can take your mind off things that, that have been very painful over the last uh, weeks and months for you and your family, at least for yourself. Um, Bradshaw Jackson, Michael Corson. Thanks guys. I appreciate you guys weighing in for that as well. Cause you know, this is a show before the hedges been about five and a half years now we've been doing this. And I feel like, you know, all these shows we've done together. I know all these names and I know all you guys. And I, I'm very thankful for you guys taking the time because you could be doing anything with your Wednesday night right now. There's plenty of other things to do on Wednesday nights. And I'm super thankful that you guys take the chance and take the time to, to check out before the hedges every Wednesday night. I certainly mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, you got it, guys. Um, oh, I like that, Keith Simmons. I think one of my sleeper quarterback picks in the draft is Davis Mills. Did you guys see what Davis Mills did at his pro day? He ran a 4-5 laser. Um, that's that's 4-5-9, 4-5-8. That's only a tenth of a second faster or maybe two-tenths of a second slower than uh, what Justin Fields was doing as well. And Davis has the arm. He has the accuracy. He has the architect's brain um, coming out of Stanford as well. So uh, I think Davis Mills is going to be a, another fine uh, professional football player as well. Guys, before the hedges, I want to thank everybody for joining us. If there's anything you liked on the program, how about one like as we make our way out the door? I want to say thanks to everybody for joining us. You got a little snippet of that Big Bear Alexander interview, which will show up on dognation.com in the very near future. I hope you guys got were excited by some of the some of the things he said, especially that what he said about Evan Stewart and also what he had to say about his uh, the strength of his commitment in the uh, current 2022 cycle. I hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys all enjoy uh, joining the draft. Enjoy the draft. We'll be able to bring you some pretty good coverage about the the Bulldogs in the draft over the next couple of days at dognation.com. Uh, guys, we got cover four tomorrow. I don't know if it'll be live or not, but we'll have cover four tomorrow as well with the gang. Brandon Adams will be in the morning as well. Uh, Dog Nation Daily kind of previewing everything. Everybody's going to talk some, you know, happy graduation day for uh, Aziz Ojalari, to say the least. Would be something if the Bulldogs could get two guys in the first round as well and maybe maybe stump or maybe uh, flip over some of the thoughts of those pundits and those mock drafters, evaluators, forecasters who think they know where every team's going to be picked and what every team needs. But uh, for everybody here at Dog Nation, I'm Jeff Sintel. This has been Before the Hedges. You guys can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on SoundCloud or the Apple Podcast platform. This becomes a uh, podcast uh, tomorrow. It will be uploaded uh, to those podcast platforms. Hit that Kroger up. Uh, get that fresh food. Um, use that click list. Um, scan those aisles like you're scanning that top targets list uh, to find the five-star selections for you and your family. Guys, that's a wrap tonight for Before the Hedges. I'm Jeff Sintel, and we'll see everybody again later on the pages of Dog Nation. Dot com. Have a great night, everybody. God bless you. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle.